bed than all hope, listeners. You're listening to Radio Grognard, the OSR podcast about stuff, with your host, Glenn Hallstrom. Hiya, folks. Old Man Grognard here. Happy Friday. Hope you're doing well. And, yeah, we went over to a a game store yesterday, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, I was wondering about one-shots. One-shots are good, one-shots are handy. I've talked how to prep for one-shots, usually in the context of a game convention or something like that. But at the same time, there are people who don't like one-shots, and I can understand why to a certain extent. So it's not all that big a deal. But the anatomy of a one-shot tends to be a little different than an ongoing campaign. And I will explain that after this. See, Gage and I went over to a new game store. It's one of those new type of game stores now that stock an incredibly insane amount of board games. Then they charge you like five bucks for however long you want to stay, however many games you want to play. I think it's a pretty good business model. I mean, it seems to have a lot less risk than the normal game store with all these games in there and play area and things like that. And I I wouldn't mind doing it myself if I could run a business, which I can't. I just don't have the business savvy, but I I, I like it. It's uh, it had a lot of tables. We actually stayed there and played a board game. And these kind of plays play, places, they're they're set up for anything. I mean, board games, tactical games. You can play D and D there. That's the nice thing about it. Is you can bring your D and D stuff there, and usually they will give you a discount on the admission if you bring your own stuff. You're not using their stuff, so you know there's that. But we talked, I was talking to the owner and we were, we were discussing the D&D Adventures League. Gage is into 5e. I'm not. And he did play one game in Adventures League at another game store. And while he had fun, he really didn't want to do it anymore. And I said, well, why? He because it's all one shots. There's no campaign. And I talked to the owner of this other store, and he says, well, that's not particularly true. Some groups do one-shot. Some groups just run whatever WotC has sanctioned, like their hardbacks and things like that. They said all the stuff that WotC publishes is sanctioned for league play. And I said, okay, well, well, there you go. He says, yeah, but it's mostly one-shots. I just want to... Because Gage is... He's a newish game. I'm not, I'm not going to say he's a new gamer. He's a newish gamer. He's really gotten into it, and he wants a regular campaign. Uh, he's played in the Monday game. He was a regular at the Monday game, so he's kind of used to a regular campaign, playing the same character every time. Which is not saying you can't do it in the league. But I can understand that a steady diet of one-shots ain't great, even if you play the same character every time. I could do it, you know, but my version of one-shots are usually like two to three sessions because my games tend to run a little long for a one-shot. I can do it at a convention because I don't feel the time restraint. Even though there's a time restraint on the game, 
at the convention, I don't feel so restrained at a convention because we can always move it somewhere else. So there's that. As far as one shots versus the campaign going, I understand why people want a campaign. They want some consistency. But at the same time, one shots exist for people who don't have the time commitment they that you need for a campaign. So you have to kind of, you know, weigh your options and make a decision. And if you're going to do all one shots, that's fine. I would, if I was, if I was the game master of a group, I, if we wanted to do, if I did nothing but one shots and they wanted to do nothing but one shots, I could probably structure, you'd structure it like a TV series, even though TV series today are different than TV series, kind of different TV series back in the day when I remember them, but I would structure them like that other, you know, back in the day, because nowadays TV shows seem to always have to have a story arc. They have a current, whatever story they're telling that week, maybe it's a two-parter, whatever, but they also have stuff going on in the background with the characters and relationships. Now, you can do that with a one-shot, too, because if you're playing the same character like in Adventures League, if you're playing the same character, then you can do something like exploring a relationship between two characters or something like that, or some problem that another character has. I mean, that's all about backstory. But, you know, instead of... Because that... To me, that's a little better model, thinking about it now. It's a little better model because that way you can do one-shots and it won't always feel like a one-shot, if you know what I mean. Because the characters have backstories. they got stuff going on. And if the game master pays attention to that a little in every game you know, give them a little bit of a spotlight on it, then it feels more consistent. It feels more like a campaign, even though they can drop in and drop out, which is is good. That's what I strive for when I do my adventures. Uh, this Gangbusters campaign, this is going to be a real challenge to me because I've got to pay attention to that too. I am... I am, a, like I've said before, I'm a big film buff, so I know all the tropes and stuff, but still, it's out of my, it, it's, I'm, I'm, how do they say it? I'm getting out of my comfort zone. It's a, it's a little out of my comfort zone, although not very, by very much, because I'm not dealing with fantasy, because I know D&D too well, I think. I mean, I don't know the intricacies and minutiae of D&D, but... I've been playing it for going on 40 years. So I know it. And so this is the same type of system, but it's a different genre. It's a different pl- play. And so I'm kind of a little bit little bit out little bit out of my element on it, which is good because that's how you grow. But what I'm saying is if you're going to do a one shot have them create care. First of all, this is what I would do. If I'm going to do one-shots, I would have pre-gens if they want them. I would rather they make characters at the table if it's going to be consistent the way I, I was talking about. Because then they're a little more invested in the characters. And at the first one-shot, you can establish the relationships, this, that, and the other thing. And then whenever you do run, you may have a monster of the week, I don't know, or a problem of the week, but it's always related to 
there's there's things in the background of the characters' relationships and their problems. And if you spend like maybe, I don't know, five, ten minutes on that somewhere in the game, then it feels a little more consistent. You may even have a one-shot that deals with that problem and how the characters have to fix it. So it, it does... I understand why story arcs are the thing now because it makes the game a little more flexible as far as that goes. Well, on TV and movies... TV, I don't know. But it makes it real flexible. It's like, when is a one-shot not a one-shot? When it has consistent backstory characters that are in there every week. I also, as you know, like premises that lend itself to it, like my Mutant Future campaign, where they're working for a trader who funds them and gives them equipment and sends them out to do stuff. You know, that kind of thing. That If you have a great background like that that can, you can do a lot with, then more power to you. That is really really helpful. Anyway, I've talked about one-shots and how to make them not one-shots and, you know, and, you know, things like that. So I'm going to leave you with that. I'm going to go start my day. So if you want to talk to me about this or anything else, oldmangrognar at gmail.com. And you can also drop me a voicemail anchor. We're funded now. We are monetized to as little as 99 cents a month. You too can help support this program. And I want to thank my supporters, Jonathan, Oliver, Mark, Gilbert, Juan Carlos, Daniel, Dan, Benjamin, and John Allen Large. Don't forget John Allen Large, The Red Dice Diaries. Don't forget to listen to Dan Gregg's Jung, Y-U-N-G, Grognard podcast, and Mark Walring's The Yawning Albert podcast. Yawning Albert and Red Dice Diaries are both on anchor. So... Until I see you folks next time, keep the dice warm and I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye. Questions? Comments? Send them to oldmangrognard at gmail.com. We'll see you next time when Radio Grognard is on the air. Mm-hmm.